Wow, yet another week in the cabin, and it's a chilly one. I got the fire extra stoked up as we get into the dark days of winter here in Alaska. For those of you listening from around the globe, it gets cold and dark here. Did you know that? I know. Stop the presses. But we're glad to have you this week on the podcast. A good one. We're going to look at this year's most dangerous toys. We're also going to see, uh, take a look back from last week and what we learned from Thanksgiving 2020. We're going to play Yes or BS with the mayor. Uh, good buddy and fellow comedian Jerry Evans joins us with our Idiot of the Day. I'll be doing some comedy, stand-up style on old school toys. Got a foodie roundup, Crapper Creek World News Report, and my man Carmine Apiece. Talking about the song he wrote for Rod Stewart, Do You Think I'm Sexy? He gives us the backstory to it. It's awesome. All this week on the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska, the podcast. <laughs> I've been in broadcasting for over 30 years, stand-up comedy for over 20, and the gentleman who's been there by my side through all of that, my best bud and comedy partner and former radio partner, Mr. Jerry Evans, is on the phone with us to help us with the idiot of the day today, if he's ever prepared after he does his his warm-up vocal exercises. Uh, Okay. Wait. Uh, Okay. Are you, are you sure you're done now? You're ready. You don't want to do any more voice exercises. <laughs> no, I think. Uh, uh, no. Oh my god! No. See, this is okay. And this is a perfect example of why I do the show solo now. <laughs> okay. Well, clearly, I didn't drive you that far away. Because <laughs> here we are. I, I thought all that would have gotten me out of it. I'll be honest. Here we are. All right. Okay. Let's get to it. It's time for our Idiot of the Day segment of the program. I love this one. It's where we really have fun at other people's expense, and it makes us all feel so smart. So let's get right to it. And to help us out, we can't do it solo. We have to have somebody in with us. And I bring in my former radio partner, Mr. Jerry Evans, who is on the phone with us now. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hello. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, Evans, uh, of course, and I do comedy together. We did the outdoor yeah. show yeah. last week, which was awesome. That was freaking that was awesome. Cool. Having all these cars honking. I, I like the honking. I'm going to miss that once we go back to doing comedy indoors. <laughs> well, don't, don't ask. Yeah, right. Oh, God. Yeah, let's not. People bring in horns. That's what we need. Yeah. Your listeners? Yeah. Oh, God, no. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get right to it. We've got two classic idiots here. You've got to decide which one is, uh, you know, worthy of the title of idiot of the day, a prestigious okay. honor. So let's get right to it. Here we go. <clears throat> it's time for the Crapper Idiot of the idiot Day. Of the day. Okay. Uh, not sure how much prostitutes are charging these days. What are they now, Jerry? What's it run you? Uh, for hat, wait a second. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I can honestly say, I honestly, have, I have no idea. Anyway. I have a feel. I have a, I would be blown away by how much it is. Now, do you mean that figuratively or? <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> All right. Uh, but anyway, I feel like sex has to be worth more than, I don't know, a bag of chips and some hot processed cheese, but an undercover cop. Here's the first one. Undercover cop. Okay. Beaver right. Township, Ohio. Not making that part up. Sorry. Uh, found uh, an ad on the backpage.com earlier this week for a 36-year-old prostitute, Crystal Holtzes. So he contacted her. She yeah, agreed. that's a real name, huh? Crystal? Okay. Crystal Hotloss. 
right. From Beaver Township. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Anyway, so he contacted her, sets this up, a little sting operation. She agrees to have sex with him for $50, but she didn't stop there. $50 and nachos. Wow. <laughs> she she included, the, oh yeah, I'll do it for $50. Oh, and some nachos. So, oh, wow. So all that, all that and the bag of chips. All that in a bag of chips. Wow, I wonder where that term came from. Okay. So now we know. Well, the cop went to meet her. And here's the sad part, Jerry. Believe it or not, he did not bring the nachos. Oh, man. According to the police spokesman, quote, she asked three or four times where the hell are nachos? Where's the nachos? (laughs) Well, hold on. Where's the nachos? Don't make me call my man. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Um... So after the nacho debate, the cop arrested her for solicitation. A guy named Mark Robbins, who was uh, driving Crystal, was also arrested. So obviously, Mark was her her man. But um, I don't know why he couldn't just go get her nachos. But he must have been equally as upset because he, too, did not get any nachos. I have a feeling it was the pimp that wanted the, the, the nachos. Right. Maybe she had the, yeah, maybe the pimp said, she goes, yeah, for $50. And he's sitting there going, oh, have him throw in some nachos. <laughs> that sounds more like what would have happened. <laughs> All right. And some nachos. <laughs> All right. Here's your next one. Now, this oh. guy, uh, 58-year-old Rick Thompson from Federal Way, Washington, just outside okay. of Seattle, uh, arrested yeah. uh, earlier in the uh, week for running a uh, GoHawks for running an identity <laughs> theft ring. He was stealing people's identity, and believe it or not, over a four-year span, he, he got away with almost a hundred twenty thousand wow. dollars. Anyway, uh, he was in jail for this. Uh, you know, he's he's in court, so he was already busted, and he offered up a hell of an excuse for why why he did this over the course of four years. What's that? Uh, well, Rick told the court that he just wasn't right in the head at the time because his wife had just run off with an Elvis impersonator. Wow. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Elvis wow. impersonator. And uh, unfortunately for him, the weird part is the mortifying confession was not enough to get him any leniency, Evans. Didn't work. No, that's the price. Yeah. Yeah. He still got uh, five years in jail for, you know, dancing to the jailhouse rock, so- I guess. An identity thief lost his girlfriend to somebody who was an identity theft. Kind of, yeah. I guess you could say that. I guess wow. maybe maybe this chick just likes, likes identity thieves. <laughs> it could be. Right? All right. So, so now my job is to pick which was the bigger idiot. Well, yeah, it's pretty simple. I thought we made that clear from the beginning, but sure, re- reiterate that fact. Sure, yeah, pick one. So, so giving my two options. Oh God! All right. Briefly, it, is it the pro, yeah? Is it the prostitute that, uh, that was busted by the undercover cop right. for selling sex for fifty dollars and some nachos, or was it the guy busted for identity theft who blamed it on his wife running off with an Elvis impersonator? All right, Glenn. I hope you're recording this because this could be the first time this has ever happened. The idiot of the day is neither of those two. It's actually the cop who could have got sex if he would have brought nachos. <laughs> Man, that's a brilliant answer. Thank you. That is a brilliant answer. <laughs> what an idiot. Right? There we go. Nachos? That, that, uh, that's our idiot of the day. That's why we brought him in for the dirty work. Evans, have a good one. Thank you much, buddy. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. 
I could tell after that long weekend and you've got like turkey leftovers up the yin yang. How about foodie roundup? Yeah. So, uh, best and worst leftovers for Thanksgiving. Best, obviously the turkey, right? Vegetables, probably a second. Gravy, that kind of thing. The worst, the mashed potatoes. Leftover mashed potatoes just don't work. They never have. Of course, for Thanksgiving, according to a new survey, more than half people say they're, quote, writing off the end of the year when it comes to making healthy and even reasonable food choices. <laughs> nope, not worrying about it anymore. We're done. Let me see. We'll look at some of these numbers. Uh... The survey also found seven of the most amazingly gluttonous things people have done during the holidays in the past. Hid holiday foods to save them for later, 12%. 25% have eaten an extra large midnight snack. 30% eaten until they felt sick. Ugh, I hate that. 35% eaten more than three meals in a day. 43% have eaten more than one dessert at a meal. (laughs) Ha ha ha. 43% 43% have also eaten more than one of the same meals in a day, like two dinners. Oh, like a second breakfast. And 45% have eaten so much they've had to unbutton their pants. It's been a long time since I've done that, the old unbuttoning of the pants. Not sure I'm ready for that. Meanwhile, a new study found that uh, it could be bad for you to drink your coffee out of paper cups. Uh, Really? Now the paper cups are bad? They say it could be releasing thousands of tiny plastic particles into your drink. Oh, now you tell us. Yet another side effect from the pandemic. Lunch breaks aren't what they used to be. Going to a new survey, 50% of people who are now working from home say they don't look forward to lunch as much as they did. Well, yeah, because at work is like an hour to get away from work. What are you going to do? Take an hour to get away from the breakfast nook? And you go spend it in the den? What are you what are you talking about? I'm sorry, you're at work. You're, you're working from home. I don't really feel that sorry for you and your your lunch loss. So sorry for your lunch loss. 52% say, said they're sick of all the options they have for lunch at home. 36% said their mom would be ashamed if they knew what they were eating. Well, yeah. Mr. Unbutton the Pants. Yeah! Everybody's getting weird for food. You know, all the foods are getting weird. They're all trying to find their niches, right? I mean, they're getting into cloth- lines of clothing. That's a big thing. Mystery flavors, mixing things, anything to stay relevant. Pepsi's getting in there. They're getting into the weird holiday season. Pepsi's come out with a new flavor. They say tastes like apple pie. So picture drinking a Pepsi that has hints of cinnamon, apple, and pie crust. But the only way to get it is to win it. You'll need to send a picture of uh, baking disaster to Pepsi on Twitter or TikTok. First 1,500 people will get a free two-liter bottle. See, I don't know if I want... I, I would like to try some, but I'm not a big soda guy. I don't think I need two liters. That's way too much. But if somebody gets some, I'd like to share. What kind of alcohol could you put in with that? Oh. Yes. The apple-flavored Crown Royal. Perfect. 
Pepsi and Crown, apple-flavored Pepsi with apple-flavored Crown. I sense a new holiday drink. And finally, nothing says Christmas like wrapping a weird meat gift in weird meat paper. We're talking about everybody getting relevant. Jimmy Dean bringing back their sausage-scented wrapping paper. They've also got new products, sausage ornaments, earbuds with their logo, and tiny peppermint bark with sausage candy on top. Sausage-scented wrapping paper. Awesome! Unless you have a dog! And your Christmas morning is shredded. But hey, it smells like sausage. (laughs) Hey, this time of the week, we always check in with a legendary rocker, gentleman, of course, who has been around the globe a billion times, who has played with everybody from uh, Zeppelin to Ozzy and everybody in between. The legendary rock and roll drummer himself, Mr. Carmine Apiece, joins us this time from his home in St. Martin. Must be rough. Carmine, how are you? I'm good. How you doing? Not bad. Now, of course, uh, yeah, you live in Florida, but you have a vacation home in St. Martin. That's like, you know, I'm in Alaska. That's like me having a, a vacation home in Barrow. It doesn't make sense. You're not really changing. Usually you have a vacation <laughs> home in a place that's different from where you live, but both of your properties have palm trees and warm water. Am I correct? That's right. Yeah, well, we have the third one in New York City. And then you got so New York City. Right. No, that doesn't count that, at all. That one don't count. I just saw something come up about your song with Rod Stewart and it was on this day and some uh forget what year but if you didn't know folks uh, Carmine besides playing drums for everybody also a writer producer and wrote some of Rod Rod Stewart's biggest hits including Do You Think I'm Sexy but one thing I've never talked to you about is the background story of the song because that particular song Carmine is so different than anything I've ever heard from you you know from your days of of uh, vanilla fudge and cactus and playing with uh Beck and Bogart, Pat Travers, it's just all of a sudden, then do you think I'm sexy, which kind of came out of left field, really, when you think of Carmine Apiece. Well, what well, was the inspiration behind that well, song when you guys did it? Well, Rod wanted a song like Missing You, like, like the Rolling Stones. So when we first recorded it with three guitars, and bass drums, and a, and a keyboard, that's what it sounded like. It sounded like more of a heavy guitar song. But then Tom Dowd, had a different vision of it as a producer and he produced it more like the way it came out with more, strings and had that disco yeah, feel well, to it yeah that's what happened but there was there is somewhere in the can a different version of it that has just the guitars on it and it sounds really heavy and really good wow I, one of the versions we did it in i i took that version and uh i was producing a, a japanese singer at the time and we wrote another song to it that version called I Just Fell in Love Again. It was a same tempo, same kind of drum groove, but heavier. And it was Earl Slick on guitar, Willie Weeks on bass, Dwayne Hitchens on keyboard, and a Japanese female singer singing it. And, it was, and my friend Jim Diamond, who was a, a, a big Scottish, Scottish singer, he wrote the lyrics, and it was totally different, you know? And it was wow. much heavier and more rock. Now, is, that, is there a version of that song available somewhere? Well, it's on her album called Night Stalker. I don't know if that's online or on video or on YouTube or anything. I never looked it up. Huh. All right. Uh, Talking again with Carmine Apiece. Now, so as far as you know, there's not another rock version of that or or the harder version around. Have you ever performed that harder version in concert with any of the groups you've been associated with since? No. The the only one we've done was, uh, do you think I'm sexy, like the guitars version. I just released last week a reggae version an instrumental reggae version. That oh, is, uh, 
Where do I get that? I want it right now. Okay, you can go online and get it at, uh, just put in Carmine Peace and Fernando Perdomo, as it spells, Perdomo, instrumental mm-hmm. version of Do You Think I'm Sexy? You'll see it comes up. It's on it's on Spotify and all that. Fernando Perdomo. <laughs> you crazy <Perdomo>. Italians. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, this guy is so talented. I'm doing a new instrumental album with him. We have 10 songs. Yeah, one of them is that. Another one we did Baby I'm Amazed instrumentally, and the only vocals on it is big background harmonies, you know? Oh, so these are all, are they all instrumental covers? Well, no, they're all instrumental originals except for two. There's eight tracks, 10 of them uh, total, eight of them are original, and two of them are covered. There we go. Well, when COVID ends, I I need to come down and either hang with you in Florida or rent your place in St. Martin. I I swear, I know we keep saying we're going to do it, but I will, I promise I'm going to do that. So uh, we can do that. Uh, that's Carmine Apiece. We love talking to him. I'll let him get back to the beach because I'm sure he's bored talking with us now. He's in St. Martin. So enjoy, be safe, and have a good weekend. We'll talk next week, Carmine. Okay, bro. You right. got it. See you. Time for the holidays. Uh, we'll have some holiday fun. Obviously, we have to. We can't, you know, ignore it. It's there, rearing its ugly head. And now, if you're looking to buy your kids toys, I found a list of the every year they put out the uh, 10 worst toys to buy for the year. Let's take a look at some of these. <clears throat> these are actual toys. The um, Number 10 is the Star Wars Mandalorian Darksaber because there's potential for blunt force and eye injuries. Well, no shit. It's a, it's a Darksaber. What are they supposed to do with it? You're supposed to hit your brother with it hard. Whack him right across the back of the leg. Smack. Hit him in his bare ass. That's what you're supposed to do. Of course, if... Yeah, eye injuries, if you're doing it right. Uh, the next one is My Sweet Love, Lots of Love, Babies Minis. I don't know what any of that means, but it's got a potential choking hazard. Sounds like a sex toy, if you ask me. Hey, hey, baby, what do you say we get out the My Sweet Love, Lots of Love, Babies Minis? All right. The Boom City Racer. Potential for eye and facial injuries. Don't know what it is. Boomerang Interactive Stunt UFO. Well, that just sounds like fun. Boomerang, meaning it's coming back. Interactive, meaning you're working with it, and it's a stunt UFO. So it flies somehow, and it says it has potential for propeller-related injuries. (laughs) Sounds like a toy from the 70s where they didn't give a shit if it poked out an eye or killed you. Man. See, now they're just thinning the herd to, you know, they don't thin it like they, they used to let us do it. That's what's wrong right now. There's so many idiots running around because we made everything so safe for these fuckers. All right? Everything's got a warning label now. You take off the warning labels of everything and just just like natural selection do its job. Right? All right, next on the list, the sci-fi slime. All right, potential for chemical-related injuries. All right, what, what is a chemical-related injury? Are you talking about like a, a massive explosion? Or, or is it is it toxic? Does it leave a rash? That's a little. Uh, I mean, there's been slime toys around forever. Don't they just don't they dump you in it on Nickelodeon? Why now it's bad? All right. Oh, here's the next one. My one of my favorites. Uh, number five, the WWE Jumbo Superstar Fists. Potential for blunt force and impact injuries. Yeah, again, 
WWE Jumbo uh, Superstar Fists. So I'm imagining big foam like the Hulk fist. What do you, again, you're supposed to pummel your brother with this. Yes, with blunt force and impact. Duh. What are they going to tickle fight with him? Gloria Owl. I don't know what it is, but it says potential for ingestion with Gloria Owl. Wouldn't that be potential for regurgitation? Maybe. Uh, Marvel Avengers Vibranium Power FX Claw. Potential for eye and facial injuries. Probably launches something at your face. Uh, number two does. I know because it just says it. It's called the Missile Launcher. Potential for eye and facial injuries. Oh, that sounds awesome. I want the Missile Launcher. And number one, the Calico Critters Nursery Friends. Potential choking hazards. I mean, it's not as bad as like little Johnny Pepper Spray or the Name That Rash Game. Gender Bender Elmo. Could see that being worse. C-section Barbie, maybe. Ah, hot tub toaster. See, that probably wouldn't fly. My Little Pony Play Action Meat Factory. Of course, the Chinese checkers. With just a little bit of lead. So, how totally fucking weird was Thanksgiving this year, right? That was just strange, man. (laughs) The whole thing was... Uh, personally, I kind of liked it. I didn't have to do, normally we go to the families and the in-laws, and I have said it before, I think the Thanksgiving meal, totally overrated. Turkey, the only reason you eat the turkey is if you have the cranberry sauce or the, or the gravy, really the gravy, not the cranberry sauce. You don't, it's funny, that's the only thing we use cranberry sauce for, is to wash down the taste of, of, of turkey. Otherwise, it has no purpose in life whatsoever. So. I think we learned a lot about ourselves, though, this year. There's a lot less stressful, wasn't it? I mean, we didn't have to get dressed up and go do shit and go all the in-laws and all that crap. We didn't have to worry about any of it. It's kind of nice. I think we're, we're, sl- we're starting to figure this thing out, that there's other ways we can do stuff. So we came up with, uh, well, basically, some new things that I, I, I'm trying to, trying to twist this into something positive. What did we learn from Thanksgiving 2020? Well, we learned that maybe some of you should take just a little more pride in your Zoom appearance, you slobs. Just a little bit. I know it's Zoom, but... Well, we learned that nobody missed my hippie cousin Kevin's vegan options. That was... Nobody missed that. We learned that the small talk with the relatives you're only going to see twice a year, totally overrated. Don't even need it. And really, we learned that not having to spend like three hours trying to teach grandma how to use her new smartphone, that was totally worth it right there. Uncle Ed. Uh, Nobody's going to tell me uh, not to unbutton my pants. I know Me Too movement. And another thing we learned about Thanksgiving 2020, really tough to get gravy stains out of a face mask. That was difficult. Here's one. In the Midwest, vegetarian stuffing includes sausage. What the fuck? And if it's not on the table, nobody asks for cranberry sauce. Like I said, we only need it to wash down the taste of dry turkey. We learned the only thing more painful than being with relatives is probably watching a horrible NFL game between the Lions and the Texans. 
Can we get somebody different between besides Dallas and Detroit for Thanksgiving, please, for the love of God? Hey, but we did learn Panda Express goes great with homemade stuffing. Anyone else? Anyone? And finally, we learned that, well, Tofurky still sucks. Still not, not going to do that. Who came up with that idea? And we learned that cereal's probably just as good. I don't know what we're going to do for a Christmas dinner, but this one was great with no family or relatives. I'm totally going to do this again for... I'm, I'm almost hoping that they don't come out with that vaccine before Christmas. Just get us through Christmas, then release the vaccine after January when we don't have to go see the relatives. Can we do that? FDA, let's just hold off through the holidays. Because that's what I'm thankful for this Thanksgiving. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. All right, special guest time, boys and girls. Gather around. This going to be fun. It's the mayor of our lovely city. Good old Square Banks, the man. Mayor Jim Matherly is with us in the cabin. Uh, well, on the phone in the cabin. Had to uh, get Ellie May to ring him up in Hooterville to get him through, but we got him. Hey. Jim, how are you? Distance. Hello, hello, I'm social sir. Social distancing there, Glenn. How you doing? Yes, you are, <laughs> and you're doing a fine job of it. Now, of course, are you even allowed in your office there at work, Mr. Mayor? It, well, only like three fifteen a.m. on a Thursday morning. Other than that, I'm banned. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there anybody in there? That's a big, creepy building when it's empty. It's actually, you know, I got lost in that building one time. It's very zigzaggy. I have too. It's old it's, school. It's yeah. one of the oldest buildings in town. It's got weird little stairs and rooms that go to weird places. I think I think Jimmy Hoffa might be in the South End. Probably so. <laughs> Nothing like modern comedy to All make right. your day. Talk it's, about up to date. Yeah. We bring in the mayor here for one reason and one reason only. Obviously not his wit. It is time. <laughs> <laughs> it is time for yes or BS. And uh, we just love having him in to play the game. So let's just get right to it here. Hold on. <clears throat> and now it's time for Yes. 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 Oh, yes. Or BS. I'm, I'm telling you, I think it is. Uh, it would be awesome to do a, a haunted house in the uh, old city hall building because that's creepy in there, man. It's just creepy. It is very creepy. We've done a few little, you know, trick-or-treat things, but nothing like would be if you went back into the crevices. Oh, that's yeah. a pretty good idea. I like that. I think it's a great like idea. All right. Okay. Anyway, let's get right to it. Our topic for Yes or BS this week uh, is gadgets. They're gadgets. Just various gadgets that we all have or have had in the past or or currently. So let's go with our first question, and this will give you an idea where we're going. The original PlayStation is what we're talking. And when it first came out in 1995, it retailed for $799. Is that yes or BS for the original PlayStation, $799? Well, it was expensive, just like the original VCRs were really high up there. I'll say that. I don't know for a fact, so I'm going to give it a guess and say true. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, actually, well, it was um, two ninety nine, but adjusted oh, for cheap? but for adjusted for inflation, that's over five hundred today, or roughly wow. what a PS five costs. So if if you can find one, so there you go. All a right, POS five. All right, got it. 
the term VCR stands for video cassette recorder. Oh, that's true. There you go. An easy one. The first one that played VHS tapes made its U.S. debut in 77. Bonus points if you knew that VHS stands for VHS. Uh, VHS stands for video. Uh, well, I think anybody could have guessed the first one, Mayor. <laughs> wow, you got that. That's a big well, stretch. Pull that one out I'd of your say, arse. I'd say 77 is true. Right. And I uh, would say- well, I mean, you already no, no. That was that wasn't a quest. That was part. That was a follow up to the question you answered. Oh, you correctly. want me to know what the VHS stands for? Okay, that was just That's, for fun. It's a bonus point. Bonus point. All right, video housing syndrome. Uh, very, in a way, close video home system. VHS. Oh, v- video dang home it. system. Here's your next Got question. It. Well, that wasn't so. That was an extra. So that, that didn't. Uh, you just lost money in that round. Anyway. Okay. All right. Uh, when it first hit the U.S., Sony's walk, the Sony Walkman was called the Soundabout. The Soundabout. No, that's false. Uh, no. You lose. Uh, sorry. Sony used different names in different countries. In the U.S., it was the Soundabout. In the U.K., it was the Stowaway. Australia used the Freestyle. And they eventually uh, went with the Walkman in 1980 and sold 200 million. Uh, funny story, 1982, I've got my yellow Sony Walkman on and I'm in a town square in Stockholm, Sweden. And uh, a Middle Eastern guy, I'm not sure what country, but he was there and he was fascinated with it. And he wanted to trade one of the young girls working for him for my Sony Walkman. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Oh, my God. You didn't do it, did you? Yeah, she's at the house chopping wood. Anyway. <laughs> I had one of those early Walkmans. They were pretty cool. I didn't know they were soundabouts. That's interesting. I didn't well, know that. Well, I remember the one that would switch sides, right? You could push oh, yeah. the button and it would switch to the other side of the cassette. That was all good and well, I found, unless I was skiing, because every time I went over an, a mogul or a jump, it would switch sides. And I was a radical skier back then, so I would only listen to all day the same two songs, one from either side of the cassette of Cat Scratch Fever. Okay. That was annoying. <laughs> no, that's a good story. I like that. Here we go. Uh, the Instant right. Pot. Ah, uh, yes, the old Instant Pot. All right. right? Instant Pot. Ah, uh, yep. yes. Ancient Chinese secret. Was invented in Canada. You know, I don't know any of these answers. You got a 50-50, so I've already gotten two wrong. I'm going to say true. Yay! Yeah, uh, they've been a hot gift the last few years, but they've been around over a decade. The guy who invented them drove around Canada trying to get stores to uh, stock them. And they weren't a hit until he decided to sell them on Amazon. Oh, there you go. Okay. Finally, here's your last question. The first portable transistor radio was recently named the seventh most important gadget ever by Time Magazine. First uh, portable radio. One of I'd, the, say that's, yeah. I'd say that's an important thing. I'd yeah, it was. Yeah, the Regency TR1, as it was. Hot Christmas gift in 1954. I got to tell you, I was so glued to my little radio as a kid. I loved oh. radios. I oh, did. man. I well, you know, and we both did, right? I mean, I was glued no, to God. every show uh, late at night with the shadow and all those and uh, Gunsmoke Casey and Casey Casey Kasem and... Bill yep. Wally, all the legends. All right, well, that's uh, you didn't do too bad. You got a couple right. You got three right, actually, out of the five. So you did pretty good. So there Thanks, you go. Sir. 
Uh, all right. That is the one and only Jim Matherly, our mayor of Fairbanks, Alaska, at least for a couple more years till we vote him out. There you go. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome, Glad. Take care. <laughs> well, that was good times, right? Thanks for joining us uh, in the cabin of Crapper Creek, Alaska here, where I, of course, broadcast my show on the farthest north rock and roll radio station on planet Earth, 95.9 X-Rock Radio. Streaming live at xrock959.com. Tune in. Check us out on Twitter, live from Crapper Creek. Also, Glentertainment. Just look up Glenner on YouTube for videos and more. And with the holidays coming up, you may want to check out the Crapper Creek General Store. And you can log on and get there pretty much wherever you download and get your podcast. Just search that or go to the xrock959 website. Hit the morning show and the uh, Crapper Creek General Store. You can get Crapper Creek merchandise, shirts, hats, even thongs. It's all there. Till then, have a great week. Be kind to each other, and we'll talk next week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glentertainment production.